0: Flag Day, good way to start the show there. Thanks to the U.S. Army for that fantastic video. Thought that was a nice way to start the show on Flag Day and also on um, Big Daddy T's birthday. Come on. Happy birthday to Big Daddy T Trump. (laughs) Yeah, happy birthday to Big Daddy T Trump. (laughs) So, uh, what a day. Appropriate that Flag Day falls on Big Daddy T's birthday. He loves the flag, defended the flag, hugged the flag. Believes in that flag, what it stands for? So that's good. Paul Nolan's here with the news. How are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you doing? Happy Flag Day to you.
1: And and you as well.
0: And speaking of that, we have not seen you since you went to see uh, Top Gun Maverick.
1: Uh,
0: Speaking of Flag Day and uh, and feeling American and Americana and feeling uh, pride in the red, white, and blue, what'd you think?
1: I I loved it. I just loved it. It, To me, it was just, uh, it was everything you said. Um, you know, look, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you when there was that over the top in the '90s and 2000s, it was a little too much neocon nonsense. You know, you got a little, oh man, they're just using us. They're using our nationalism to, you know, froth us up. And now here I am longing for it. And you know, it was great. I was just completely, uh, just stoked at the American excess, exceptionalism, masculinity was celebrated. You know, it was okay to be really toxically male, um, and it was cool because you know this is what we watch. I mean, this is you know you Rocky. Could you imagine Rocky being how he'd be criticized <laughs> today? Woke. You know what I mean? Like it would be like, look at this foul, uh, macho, overly toxic male. You know, it's so I don't know. It was, uh, it was just a, it was really nice to see you know American exceptionalism yeah. on uh, on display. You know, the whole we're better than you, deal with it we're trained better <laughs> that's right we're ball we got bigger yeah. you know what than you and that's yeah. it
0: yeah we'll whoop your ass um rick delgado's here how are you i still haven't seen it yet damn it
2: let's go bro let's get out of here right don't now. tell me come on don't tell start me how rerun. it ends Gee, we're
0: out of here we're going to see maverick uh well yeah, you know you got to go see it so how are you
2: i am well what about yourself
0: i'm very good what even is that tonight yes and uh, has what to, um,
2: has to do with a little something we started talking about last night in regards to Justin Bieber? No, of course.
0: <laughs> what? No, nothing. It's fine. It's not terrible. No, that's good. It's, that's that's actually, it's actually good because today
2: Paul will be happy to know that you've joined us on the other side.
0: <laughs> I have not joined. I have not joined you two lunatics anywhere. I have not joined you two anywhere. What do you um, mean? What's going on right? But here? speaking of that, did you see today the Moderna again i I mean as if on cue where's the danger (laughs) i mean we're going to authorize this the clot shot for 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 five to 13 year olds for another one now Moderna is now authorized i have a a couple things on this i wasn't going to start with this but um dr bachiara wrote an op-ed in the wall street journal And then um, Don Boudreau also wrote an op-ed to the Wall Street Journal based on the fact that these authorizations for these shots for kids, which is just, I I, I mean, you just have to, you don't even have to be, I don't even think you have to be like uh, down the rabbit hole to, to know that what risk has this ever posed to this age group that we now have Pfizer, now we have Moderna, 6- to 13-year-olds. Now they're going to debate tomorrow whether it's going to be 5 and under? It's mind-numbing. It is absolutely mind-numbing. So this, Dom Boudreau writes, Unhappy that Jay Bacciara explained that COVID's risk to children is minuscule, Jeremy Faust wrote, CDC surveillance indicates that COVID-19 has caused substantially higher hospitalizations and deaths in children than seasonal influenza usually does. And he says, while true, neither this fact nor any of the other posts raised by Dr. Faust weakens Dr. Bacciara's argument that the risk posed by COVID to children is far lower than any ordinary American likely can infer listening to public health authorities' context-free warnings. I'll give you some context. According to the CDC, the total number of Americans younger than 18 killed by COVID since early 2020 is 1,086. If we start our count with March, 2020, that's 40 COVID deaths of children per month, Compare this figure to the number of young Americans who die each month from other causes. In 2020, the number of children younger than 15 who died each month on average of congenial um, abnormalities was 396, a number that is 10 times higher than COVID's monthly death toll for all children, that is for all persons younger than 18. Similarly, the number of children younger than 15 who in 2020 died each month on average of unintentional injury was at 326, eight times higher than COVID's monthly toll for children younger than 18. Cancerous tumors killed each month at least another 92. At least another 50 younger than 15 died uh, from either heart disease, flu, or uh, cerebral complications. When these figures are combined with the fact that children's overall rate of death is very low, approximately 0.045% of persons younger than 18 die each year, Dr. Bacciara is both correct and wise to decry public health authorities' insistence on stoking fears that children are at high risk from COVID and need authorization of this vaccine. Donald Boudreau, professor of economics, George Mason University.
2: It's it's completely insane. Remember, a few months ago, we played that video that Dr. Malone put out expressly to parents. Yes. You know, warning them of this shot for their kids. And you want to hear, you want some other fun facts here? Uh, according to CDC data, the incidence of heart inflammation was 4.41 excess per 100,000 who received the Pfizer uh, aged uh, 18 to 39 versus a 6.27 excess cases per 100,000 for Moderna. This is being reported by Reuters. So what they're basically saying here is, hey, take the Pfizer. It's not as deadly as the Moderna. Psychotic. I mean... And this is the stuff they want to give to kids.
0: Yeah, to authorize it for a variant that barely exists anymore. On children young as six years old?
1: And you know, we got that study. I don't think I saw the one that came out where... You know, um, I think it was South Africa and Portugal, where South Africa is barely vaccinated, only 35% had the vaccine, 5% had the booster, whereas Portugal, 95% vaccinated, 70% boosted. And the deaths are completely inverted to the point of just incredible. It's like, it's incontrovertible how dangerous this this has been. So, like, the fact that they keep doubling down is just stunning to me. With, I guess if you have no uh, liability... Yeah. Why not? How about it? Who cares who you kill as long as you get rich?
0: I mean, it, I mean, it, is is it hard to to, to argue with the, the point that Paul just made? I mean, what else does this look like? What is the risk to this age group if it's just not about dollars? What risk is there? What is the point of this? Who is it saving? It's not saving anyone it's not protecting anyone the prime minister in canada has 19 shots he has covid for the 10th time now twice in like 30 days i saw something else today social media that someone else has got it like for the 10th time
2: (laughs) hope it's joy bear
0: no, it's not Troy Bayard.
2: And all of them no, are, uh, are there, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, talking about how they feel so, so lucky to be vaccinated and boosted so, the, so it won't be as bad. As bad as compared to what? If you're constantly getting sick, what is that compared to? I don't know. I'd say not constantly getting sick. That yeah. sounds a little bit better.
1: You know, I was in the, uh, my, my son had to visit an orthopedic, you know, the athlete, you know, he had something going on and so we're going to get an MRI and they wouldn't let me in, you know, without, um, you know, uh, vaccination. I said, oh man, thank God I didn't get it. This thing's making everybody sick. And all of the nurses behind the counter were like, you ain't kidding. They made us take it. I had been sick. And they all just started agreeing. I'm like, you know, I, I did take one, but I didn't take the, the follow-up and they were like, oh, in that case here, yeah, come on in like do you want to see proof? Well yeah, just I go to show on my phone like all right, go ahead. They didn't care. They know it's BS. The people working in these big hospitals know. They know. They're living it.
0: Mhm. I mean it's just crazy. And tomorrow they're going to debate six and under. <sighs> six and under.
1: Well, at least they're not hitting fetuses, you know, because they care so much about them. Well, I mean, I right in the belly
0: Well, remember, there was that report. They are, I mean, they are hitting them, obviously, through through the mothers. And there was that report that they knew it was unsafe. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it didn't matter, right? Remember, we reported on that?
2: Yep. And stillborns are way up. The percentage of stillborns are way up. You've got babies dying at an alarming rate now, Um, some being poisoned by the milk because the milk isn't, uh, you know. it's, just, it's, Rick, it's disgusting.
1: Remember, uh, it was about a month ago, I reported that in Spain, that there were a list came out of 2,200 people, including the president of the biggest pharmaceutical company in Spain. Actors, politicians, all famous elite were on a list of 2,200 people who paid thousands of dollars for a shot of saline to be on the list of vaccinated. You know, this, this is the head of, a, of the biggest pharmaceutical company nailed. I'm not taking that crap. Good enough, for you. Well, how about Nancy Pelosi? She's floating around doing her thing in a hassle. On, she wasn't afraid of COVID.
0: By the way, it was Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra. That's tested positive again, second time now, less than 30 days. Second time tested positive on an antigen test yesterday. He's experiencing my, mild symptoms. He also tested positive on May 18th. May 18th, recovered, got it again t- yesterday.
1: He also tested positive for being stupid,
0: and he's got seven <laughs> shots or whatever.
2: He tested positive ten times for being stupid. Yeah,
0: two shots and three boosters. <laughs> There's a good selling pitch to, to, to yeah, there'll be, yeah, six and under. Let's go.
1: Where can I get mine?
0: <laughs> exactly. Hey, where do I sign up for this? For this, this, this is good. Hey, can I have some strychnine line with it? All right, thirteen past the hour. Happy birthday to Big Daddy <laughs> T. And uh, we're going to spend a little time on Bill Barr oh. when we get back. Sports and news as well. Live from Studio 6B on Tuesday. All right, live from Studio 6B, 17 past the hour on a Tuesday night. Glad you're in. I had to, um, gee, I had to send a a text to Ed Henry with the Big Daddy T clip because this morning <laughs> the audience, <laughs> the, the audience was in the chat for the morning show talking about Big Daddy T, and they didn't they didn't know what it, you know what the deal was, hadn't seen the clip or didn't see the show. I don't know. if I guess it was a six B audience or somebody obviously. Right can't hear you are you i'm not i'm not hearing you on air g i'm hearing you in the speaker out here so anyways i sent him the clip of big daddy t where he wrote back lol pretty funny which um we're debating how to do a shirt a t-shirt out of it big daddy t lfs 6b i don't know there's some there's something there we just haven't figured out what yet but uh, some, some, actually some interesting Trump talk on social media today about his possible announcement for running some, um, very interesting stuff around if he's going to do it, where he's going to do it, when he's going to do it. So I don't know. I'm not going to get into it now cause it's all hearsay, but, uh...
1: but if they get this January 6th, if the lynch mob gets their way, he won't be able to run. Is that true or False.
0: Well, Define we gets how, their, define well, gets you know their how,
1: way. We, we know how weaponized the DOJ is. We know how weaponized all the alphabet gangs are. We know how corrupt the neocon Democrats are. We know how corrupt they all are. So what...
0: Still got to Define what's get their way to me.
1: You mean, So uh, find him guilty of insurrection and make it so he can never get on the ballot again. Is that the ultimate goal here?
0: No, I don't think so. We talked about this last night towards the end of the show.
1: I rub it in. I wasn't there's, here again.
0: No, there's some questions. Um, Adam Kinzinger, <laughs> that phony, he, um, the January 6th hearing is being postponed. <clears throat> and as um, Red State picks up on it, his excuse for the hearing being postponed doesn't pass the smell test. So we'll get into a little bit of that. But again, I think their goal is what they're doing now. It's the Broadway show in, in seven parts, right? The Broadway <laughs> show in seven acts. We've seen act Well, I, we haven't. Most people haven't. From at least the ratings write-ups I've seen, no one's seen them. Or I, didn't very see the ra- I
1: didn't see the ratings. Where, where'd they come in around?
0: Uh, 20 million, I think, on Thursday night, which for a primetime spot at 8 o'clock. That on, first night they did it is pretty
1: That was horrendous. on every major network, right? Pretty
0: horrendous, yeah. Oof. And then the other the other morning, I, I think it was about six, not six million, like six people. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's do some news, and the news is brought to you by Seven Cells. And here, what the news is, Paul Nolan. What's going on, Mister Nolan? So,
1: um, the journalist who broke the Bill Clinton, Loretta Lynch, tarmac story dies by suicide. Get the 45-year-old television newsman who was the first to report the secret meeting between former President, then Attorney General uh, Loretta Lynch, was held that was held on her private jet in 2016, has died of an apparent suicide. Um, police received the call at 8.13 on Saturday of the person down at, um, at the home on uh, Scout Trace.
0: The The Clinton's garage. Yeah, right.
1: The first responders arrived at the home and found the body of Christopher Sine, a former University of Alabama football player and veteran broadcast journalist with Birmingham's ABC affiliate. The news of Sine's death, which uh, is being investigated by police as a suicide, was reported. Uh, In 2016, Sign reported that the former president had met with Lynch on a private jet at the Phoenix Airport. It was alleged that their conversation centered around an ongoing investigation involving Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server while Secretary of State, that was illegal. Bill Clinton and Lynch would go on to portray it as an impromptu friendly chat. Sure. Days later, the FBI chose not uh, to bring charges against Hillary, who was in the midst of her presidential campaign, Uh, of of course. course, Less than two weeks before the 2016 election, however, the probe was reopened after emails were found on the laptop belonging to none other than Anthony Go-Get-Your-Wiener, the former congressman and husband of top Clinton aide, Huma Abedin, who had a folder that said life insurance. Um, The FBI began investigating Wiener in 2015 after the Daily Mail revealed he was sexting in a relationship with a 15-year-old girl. Nice guy. Then FBI director James Comey... Welcome to the, one of the never-ending players in this saga. Sent a letter to Congress in late October announcing uh, the reopening of the investigation two days before the election. The investigation was then closed. Hillary Clinton lost in 2016, as you all know. Um, and it goes on a little bit. I'll post the rest of the story. It's very long, but I'll post the rest of it on uh, you know on my thing. But it closes with just saying that... Um, you know, uh, our deepest sympathies that shared was Chris's uh, loving family and close friends. And to paraphrase, he was a very happy man with a great family, a great life, <laughs> and uh, everybody is. Well, he's too far removed.
0: I mean, he's kind of too far removed, right, for, at this point from the Clintons to make it. Is that yeah. what you're insinuating? Yeah.
1: Well, the, that this everybody. Is another are,
0: Clinton hit job.
1: Yeah. Well, everybody. You know, I mean, look. Let everybody who knew him said they're shocked that he would suicide. You know, it's. Um, it's, it's highly weird, suspect right? if you ask me when you think about it what is this like 63 people with you know one step away from the clintons who could have somehow or another and you know hurt their uh, interests so uh, like if there's seven well, i mean it's thinking s- wow kind of sounds up, like so- a
0: stretch six years removed don't you think from the story of the meeting on the tarmac uh you, you
1: know guess really
2: you, you don't think that that, you know, she, she's still walking around complaining about losing the election. Oh, I'm, <laughs> she's, of course, this is still fresh in her mind. What are you kidding me?
1: I mean, think about it. I mean, this this is they thought they would have their agenda 21 right now. Now it's advanced. Right. It's got to get pushed back. This great reset. This whole thing was all like they thought they had their puppet in place. And then Trump was clearly, clearly you know, a, a wrinkle and a setback in their plans.
2: And then you got Mark Middleton, that guy who was found. Uh, you know, I I think they they initially called it a suicide, hanging from a tree in some large field, uh, with a hole with, in his with chest. a large shotgun blast to his chest. Somehow he pulled that off by himself. Yeah, <laughs>
0: he, yeah somehow or another, he you shot know. himself in the chest. So I, did, so, me, so I just want to be clear: the two uh, of you have the Clinton. <laughs> I just you know you have both of these. You have both of these stories horrendous stories, you have them both pinned on the Clintons. Is that, is that, am I hearing that right?
1: Yeah, well, he broke. So, I believe he broke the Tarmac story what, just, a yes, year no, ago. Just, right? So what, you, no, so no, what you're just, saying, The story was seven years ago. <laughs> no, no, but I think he broke the details of it one year ago today. That's what it says here in this article from the New York Post. So if I want me to get to that, I'll, I'll, I'll go to it. The TV anchor broke the news of the infamous 2000 Tarmac meeting between Clinton and Lynch. Um, died Saturday, apparent suicide. Yeah, it says it was, a, it was one year ago he broke the details of the story. So maybe you know,
0: maybe that's. I don't know what the details were that we didn't already know from 15, I... but.
1: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll post. Well, isn't it funny if this seems like a kind of story that.
0: But I just want to get on the record that the two of you have the Clintons pinned, pinned <laughs> on no, the Not of these. me, not
1: me, just Rick. Just Rick. That's I would never I just, say that. Tell I swear to God, so I would never think that about it. So,
0: Damon, what you're saying is. Oh, I'm not saying anything. I'm just asking you. You think
2: there's a statue of limitations when it comes to the Clintons in terms of when they think, you know what? I remember this son of a, you know what?
0: let will send can, the message we, to the next whistleblower. Can we whistleblower. take him out now? <laughs> <laughs> is that it?
2: Let's send
1: the message to the next whistleblower. I mean,
0: I don't, you know, well, all right. Fine. I, fine I'm, I'm, I got it pinned on him, too. I mean, mean, I'm with you. I mean, Middleton was was found hanging. I personally think
1: they're benevolent civil people. So if they're watching, (laughs) I don't think they would ever do such a thing.
2: Right. So so just, you know, just... Happened to be found hanging from a tree in a large field, away with from a, everything. With a shotgun with, uh, his with, 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 uh, with an extension yeah, cord. No, with an extension that. with an extension cord wrapped around the guy's neck, hanging from a field, like 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 he was he was crucified. But somehow he, he was able to reach down and and get that shotgun blast. Well, no, I think self-inflicted the shotgun blast to the chest.
1: Rick, you're getting it wrong here. I'm the newsman. I think he shot himself in the chest first, oh. then climbed the tree, tied the thing <laughs> yeah. around his neck.
0: That <laughs>
1: the
2: two of you now you got me now I believe it makes sense now right yeah of course he definitely he definitely pulled the trigger I
1: just can't believe he didn't shoot himself twice this time like Seth Rich
2: yeah alright
0: right, right, we'll talk about Bill Barr and I remind you of uh, well something Mr. Barr maybe he didn't read it when we get back 30 minutes past the hour, live from Studio 6B. Paul's going to have the news. Rick Gamerati's going to have sports. Geofran holding it down. What even is that coming up? Top of the hour. Slick Rick, how are you?
3: Good, Big D. How are you doing tonight?
0: Were you at a party on your victory last night with the Golden State Warriors?
3: No, I was at a government uh, official meeting tonight. Oh, okay.
0: Were you uh, worried at all when the Celtics took the lead, or you felt comfortable all night?
3: Uh, No, I got a little uneasy in the old easy chair, and uh, I said, oh boy, I thought they were going to come back. They were looking strong, but... uh they woke up just in time, Golden State, and they won it, Big D. So.
0: Golden State wins by 10, covering the four Yes, that I was not enough for me to win. So that's fine. Congratulations.
3: Thank you. Game six, Thursday night, looking to close it out in Boston. That's going to be a tough close. You know that. Yes, it will. But uh, we'll see. I'll probably be getting points in that game. It's a
0: nice jacket you have on there. Oh, thank you. What is that down the right side there? A little flowery? Yeah, a
3: little little flower embroidery. I like
0: that. Thank you. very good.
3: Thank you. He's eyeing up my stuff when he wins.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't win. you, You won.
3: Yeah, I know. You know how it goes. I
0: couldn't afford that jacket. Sure, you could. Absolutely not. I know what you pay for those outfits. My God. Damn it i have to, have to sell a lot of my pillows to buy one of those deals. Good gravy! Um, <laughs> by the way, I'm by so- the way, Father's Day is this Sunday. Yes, that's right. So if you haven't gone to My Pillow, forty nine ninety five for the slippers deal. I, I got an email from Mike Lindell today about new stuff that's coming. Man, it looks they're really getting into the shoe of foot, foot slippers, shoes, all kinds of new stuff coming for your feet from the folks at My Pillow.
1: It's gonna be nice to wear something on your feet that doesn't come from slave labor, right? Good for
0: him. So, yeah, some good new stuff coming.
2: Be nice to see Damon actually wear something on his feet.
0: Well, no, yeah, I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> unless there's the snow, unless the snow is higher than my ankle, uh, there's nothing covering my feet. So, like flintstone over here. Yeah, uh, let's talk about Bill Barr for a second, because, um, I, of course, I have not watched this. But see,
1: can I apologize first? I don't know why this was in my news feed. My bad, I, it really, this was a year ago, um, so I apologize, and I apologize I saw people audience. in the chat writing that. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, guys, I don't know why, I have like 20 stories for tonight, and I just thought it'd be funny to go with it, and I uh, I apologize.
0: Okay, um, of course, I, I, I had no idea, of course, when you talk about someone around the Clintons dying, it really yeah. could be, <laughs> seems like, it seems like it could be any could, day of the year. It could be really any day of the week, so. Uh let's talk about Bill Barr. Let's play um 13G. So here's Bill Barr during his um I guess I know you know no one's been more wrong about this guy than me. And I'll I'll admit it. When he came into the when Trump appointed him, I was I was all over Bill Barr thinking he was a pretty stand-up guy. He didn't need to come back to government. He came back. I thought he'd be a good law and order guy. And um I mean, the position he's taking on this is just, it's almost, in, I can't even comprehend it, given this is a guy who sat there and told Wolf Blitzer, what, you're playing with fire here with mail-in ballots. This is a guy who understands, I, I thought, understands uh, how electors are chosen, the state legislatures, how electors are sent to Congress. I mean, if he thinks the founders envisioned that, that, there was, that, that just because they got there, you just have to go, oh, well. It's the same argument I make with Pence when people say Pence couldn't have done anything. He couldn't have rejected electors. I I, I disagree. That's not we, we know what happened at the state legislatures. We know what happened on the state levels. We know what happened with all these consent decrees in Georgia with Stacey Abrams and Raffensburger. We know what happened in Pennsylvania. We went through the state Pennsylvania state constitution and all the things that had to happen. We went through the Act seventy three, how that got signed. That's how we got to know Mastriano through all those hearings. How in the, the, in the Pennsylvania state constitution, which was absolutely violated, how things, if they changed voting laws, what had to happen? It had to be printed in the local newspaper. It had to go through two. There was all kinds of stuff.
1: Maybe None of that a, happened. Maybe he's afraid of getting Clinton did. Maybe mean, he's afraid too. <laughs> you know, why, why is he turned so? Why, I just don't get it either. I mean, it's one, it's one thing to. To throw somebody under the bus, but this is really going for the kill.
0: So here's Bill Barr in his um, his interview. 13G, roll that. No, just what I, I've been through. I've had th- I had three discussions
1: with the president that I can recall. One was on November 23rd, one was on December 1st, and one was on December 14th. And I've been, been through... through sort
2: of the give and take of those discussions and in that context I made it clear I did not agree
4: with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff which I told the president was bullshit. and uh, you know I didn't
1: want to be a part of it and that's one of the reasons that went into me deciding to leave when I did I, I observed uh i think it was on december 1st that you know how
2: can we you can't live in a world where where the incumbent administration stays in power based on its view unsupported by specific evidence
1: that the election that there was fraud in the election
0: okay so just hold it for a second oh that's at that the end um I, i'd love to know what he considers specific evidence that he since he didn't go look for any not one time ever did he look for any
5: so let me remind you, when we read this back when it came out.
0: William McSwain, do you know that name? Well, he's a former United States attorney for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. I read this letter to you back over last summer. He wrote it on June 9, 2021. I think we found out about it later in the year last year. But I just bring it back to your attention because to see Bill Barr sit there and with all his bravado talk about how he oh, it was BS—I told the president it was BS—and it was no this and it was no that—and he later goes on. I saw Ed and Karen played the clip this morning. I think talk about uh, and nothing's going to change my mind. Not even uh, two thousand mules. Ha 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 ha. Okay. Well, even if we take all that for your word that you're not, you weren't motivated by 2000 meals, if you even watched it, which I guess is debatable, because if you watched it, I don't, I don't see how you could even make that statement. But here's a letter from a former U.S. So here's somebody who worked for him.
5: And this is a letter he wrote to President Trump.
0: He said, it's my great honor to serve as U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania in your administration. You asked me to prioritize public safety. That's exactly what I did. While Larry Krasner, the radical left Philadelphia district attorney, was letting violent criminals go, refusing to prosecute rioters, looters, arsonists, our office was putting them in jail, standing up for law-abiding citizens. In the spring of 2020, I prosecuted and won an election fraud case. This is a letter to Bill Barr. I'm sorry, this is a letter to President Trump about working for Bill Barr. I prosecuted in one election fraud case against a judge of elections in South Philadelphia who was stuffing the ballot box. I also charged the political consultant, a former Democratic congressman, who was paying bribes to the judge to stuff the ballot box. Mm. President Trump, you were right to be upset about the way the Democrats ran the 2020 election in Pennsylvania. Specifically, it was a partisan disgrace. The governor, the secretary of the Commonwealth, and the partisan state Supreme Court made up their own rules and did not follow the Pennsylvania Constitution. Even worse, the state attorney general, Josh Shapiro, the very person responsible for the enforcement of state election law, declared days before election day that you could not win the election. It'd be hard to imagine a more irresponsible statement by a law enforcement officer, especially during a highly contested election. In light of such statements, it's hardly surprising that many Pennsylvanians lack faith in our state elections and the results. On election day and afterwards, our office received very... Now, listen up now. This this guy worked for Bill Barr. So everything he's writing to President Trump, do you think Bill Barr didn't know about it? Or someone in his office was not aware of it? This This guy's the district attorney. Our office received various allegations of voter fraud and election irregularities. As part of my responsibilities as a U.S. attorney, I'm sorry, U.S. attorney, not even whatever I just (laughs) said, I wanted to be transparent with the public and, of course, investigate fully any allegations. Attorney General Barr, however, instructed me not to make any public statements or put out any press releases regarding possible election irregularities. I was also given a directive to pass along serious allegations to the state attorney general for investigation, the same state attorney general who had already declared that you could not win. I disagreed with that decision, but those were my orders from the attorney general. As a Marine infantry officer, I was trained to follow the chain of command, respect the orders of my superiors, even when I disagreed with them. Public service is in my blood. I'd like to serve the people of Pennsylvania, restore conservative leadership to our state. And he goes on, he goes on, he goes on, you know, William McSwain, former uh, U.S. attorney, Eastern District of Pennsylvania. But I just, I bring your attention to the paragraph about the attorney general at the time. As he sits there in this interview and says, oh, I didn't see you, I did evidence, and I didn't see you. Well, I mean... Here's one of your guys right below you here telling you that there there is evidence. So
5: what gives?
2: You know what he seems like? And this is Barr. And I think he had a lot of us snowed. But he seems like those judges, you know, when they're like, oh, we're going to take this to the court. We're going to take it to court. And the courts, the judges just dismiss the case out of hand without looking at anything. They don't want to see the evidence. They don't, they don't even want to entertain the case. That's what it sounds like he was doing. He was doing the same thing. It just makes you ask the question, well, then, like, like you said, Damon, what, uh, what gives? Why? Why won't you at least look at it? What are you afraid
0: of? Attorney General Barr instructed me not to make any public statements or put out any press releases regarding possible election irregularities. So how does he sit there and get interviewed? Nothing. It was just nothing to look at. There was nothing there. I told the president this was BS. I've seen no evidence. Well, not according to the guy that works right below you, that you, in the Eastern District of Pennsylvania, pretty close to D.C., William McSwain, I bet it's a guy he probably knows. Probably worked with. And by the way, I bring you back to the, in the spring of 2020, I prosecuted in one election fraud cases against a judge of elections in South Philly, and I charged a political consultant who was a Democratic congressman who was paying bribes. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> so this Bill Barr thing is just a disgrace right. that he so- would give the time to the Salem witch trials here and make it... Make him sound like he's the smartest guy in the room. Like, this guy's crazy. Me, I was sitting there, you know, on his high horse. This guy.
1: You know, we see. You know, we saw that. You know, when Hillary lost in sixteen, nothing was outlandish, right? It was election rigging was front foremost possible story. Russians did it. They. There's no way most votes ever for Hillary because, you know. And it was so out. It was it was so mainstream then. Now it's just so outlandish to think that that there's not election fraud. It's been going on forever throughout elections throughout all modern history.
0: I mean, what did Bill Barr do to look into any of these claims? Here's a guy who is a former U.S. Here's a guy who was the U.S. Attorney at the time in the Eastern District of Pennsylvania, telling him that he's got evidence and. Bar takes no time to look at it and just says to him, well, just, just keep that under wraps. Does that make any sense to anyone?
2: Maybe if you're threatened. Unless it's <laughs> deliberate? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe if you're threatened, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't see anything. Yep, don't see anything here. Nope.
0: Everybody's still okay? Ugh, what a disappointment that guy is. All right, live from Studio 6B, we'll do some sports news when we get back. Lots coming up, Crazy town. Good stuff. Hour live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday night. Glad you're in. Dish Network channel 219, Pluto TV channel 240, Samsung TV Plus channel 1029. We started the show by talking about the vaccines, this push they're making for kids and teenagers and young six to 15, and now tomorrow they're going to debate six and under. And I see uh, Dr. Uh, Prasad, Vin- 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 Vinny Prasad tweeted tonight, vaccine efficacy against symptomatic COVID disease must count any case that occurs after the randomization in the trial. That's how the trials work. The newly released Pfizer documents now suggest horrifically poor vaccine efficacy. So dose one to before dose two, take a guess what the efficacy was. Percentage. Mm.
2: 50 percent.
0: how about minus 29.7 that wow. was so close dose two to um greater than seven days after dose two it was 48.4 percent seven greater than seven days after dose two to sometime before dose three it dropped to 14.5 percent dose three to greater than seven days after dose three they couldn't even gauge it I mean, what a, what a debacle. And they're going to debate whether they want to give this to... I, I mean, it's just... You can't make it up. So are you saying it's useless? Negative efficacy in their own damn trial. That's what they have. We talked about all the adverse reactions people were commenting last night. You yeah. know, I, well, I want to give away your what even is that. But I mean, it's just, it's just... It really is hard to not argue that it's all about the dollars when you see things like this. What, uh, what else could it be? They don't do anything but, but harm. I mean, it, it's just they don't protect. If you're lucky enough to get it and not have an adverse reaction, it's, it, has, it has barely protected you. Maybe some of the older population. I mean, it's, it's hard to even think where you can say these have been a positive. And I, I know I get a lot of flack when I say it, but... If someone's going to run, if someone wants to run against Trump, and I don't know that anyone does, but if they do, this is where they're going to run against him. This is where they're going to run to the right of him. What the hell? So. All right, let's do some sports, since he's here now. At Rick Sports. Rick Amirati, what's going on, pal?
3: Big D, Dr. Joe Resnick on Getter wanted to know, did you say Dr. Vinny <laughs> Uh Close.
0: My, that's my old doctor. Vinny Prasad, <laughs> Dr. Vin, Vinay
3: Prasad. Uh, they're so quick on Medicine,
0: you oncology, science, policy, academic, uh, I don't know where, it doesn't say where he is, maybe he's, yeah, so
3: anyways. All right, let's get you caught up on the NBA playoff action. Big D, Andrew Wiggins, double-double. Guys, the Warriors over the Celtics, 104-94 in Game 5. This is Mike Santa Barbara of Yard Barker. The Golden State Warriors are within, within one win of their seventh NBA championship. On Monday night, the Warriors defeated the Boston Celtics, 104-94 in Game 5, taking a 3-2 lead in the NBA Finals. Andrew Wiggins picked up the Warriors, posting a double-double on an off night for star point guard Steph Curry. Steph Curry only shot 31.8%, 7-22 from the field. And went 0 for 9, which is completely uncharacteristic for the greatest three point shooter in NBA history to have a night like that. But his teammates picked him up. Clay Thompson had 21 points, and all well, the rest is history. Golden State went on a 10 0 run to start the fourth quarter, and the Celtics were never able to recover after coming back and actually having a lead. And you're right, Big D, I went, oh, I don't believe this, you know? But uh, sure enough, they uh, uh, they prevailed, the Warriors. And uh, Warriors will attempt to close it all out on Thursday night, game six. Tip off is 9 p.m. Eastern. Eastern time. Uh, Obviously, we'll call the spread that night. I'm going to say Golden State's probably going to be getting three or four because it's a do or die for for T.D. Garden and the Celtics. And uh, speaking of NHL playoffs now, let's go Colorado host Tampa to begin the Stanley Cup Finals. This is from Data Scribe of ESPN. Tampa Bay Lightning 51-23-8, third in the Atlantic Division, take on the Colorado Colorado Avalanche, who finished first in the Central Division with 56 wins. This will be at the Ball Arena tomorrow night, 8 p.m. puck drop. Right now, Avalanche are a slight favorite Big D. Uh, Tampa Lightning looking to, uh, to get their third Stanley Cup. I have to go with the Avalanche. I'm a little selfish. I want to keep that New York Islanders last team to win three cups. Exactly 30 years ago, last month, 1982, they won their third Stanley Cup, went on to win their fourth as well in 83. But uh, I'm sticking with the Avs. Uh, Tampa's got a great team it's going to be a tough pick, but I'm going to go with Colorado, Big D. Okay, so I'm taking what, Tampa. You got Tampa, and we're going to put five on that series because we got five on the NBA. We're going to put five on this. So we'll have 10 on the line for both series, and then we're going to do the individual games each night. Tomorrow night, you're not going to be here, so that's good that we got it squared. I'm going to take, obviously. Why don't, I got we, co-
0: why don't we up the uh, series in this one to like 10?
1: No, you know there's big odds coming back on Tampa. You know that, right? Line yeah. was they were laying one seventy five Colorado early. I now don't know it's they,
3: one they're laying one fifty eight. Yeah, it did come down. Uh, okay. yeah, for the series, yep. Yeah, because okay. br- Braden points back. I'm all right, we will. Down. And then we're going to have the big payoff at the end, Big D. We're going okay. to we're gonna have to pay up either way. I'm Get
0: that be- guitar ready. <laughs>
3: yeah, I know, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and uh, one more quick one. Serena Williams to make return from injury at Wimbledon. Uh, Serena Williams will make her long way to return to competition and the an event she's already won seven times. Victor Barbosa of Yard Barker before Williams starts her attempt at an eighth Wimbledon title, <clears> which would move <clears> her into a tie for second place all time. She will play at a lower level grass event in Eastbourne, Great Britain next week. Uh, uh, she'll do a doubles with uh, uh, the Tunisian Anjibo, The 40-year-old's uh, last match came at 2020 in Wimbledon tournament when she suffered a right leg injury during the first set of her first-round match. I don't know if she's ever going to be able to win another big tournament against Serena, but if anybody could do it, she can. So uh, I'll be rooting for her. I like her. A good girl. So that's a wrap in sports, Big D. Back to you.
0: Okay, Slick Rick, thanks very much. Let's do a little more news, and here with the news is Paul Nolan. Uh, sports was brought to you by our friends, of course, at My Pillow. MyPillow.com slash LFS6B for all the good deals, especially the Father's Day deals on slippers. News is brought to you by our friends at 7 Cells, if you need your ivermectin or anything else that they have. SevenCells.com. What's going on, Paul? Well,
1: I'm just going to hit a couple news of pop culture. Uh, Lizzo, Lizzo uh, changes song lyric after being accused of ableist slur. Um, she released a song called Girls, which is grRR R L S so it's girls without the I in there for whatever reason. And um the word that was used was spaz and uh people were mad at her. So she uh <laughs> she wrote in a tweet. Come on, that, yeah, this is crazy. Man, I
0: don't know what this
1: this is important because this is more of that word culture yep. they're just coming after everybody they're eating. it's going to get worse and worse it's never going to end but she wrote uh it's been brought to my attention that a harmful word in my new song girls so let's make one thing clear i never want to promote derogatory language as a fat black woman in america i have had many hurtful words used against me uh so i can understand the i can overstand the power of words can have. I'm proud. Oh, she's to... doing the Biden thing. Yeah. You overstand it. Oh,
0: get that. Oh yeah. I'm mm. proud to
1: say there's a new version of girls. <laughs> uh, the result of this is of me listening and taking action as an influential artist. I'm dedicating, dedicated to be a part of the change i am been waiting to see in the world. So this is another example of just culture telling you what
0: to
2: think, how like, to think it.
1: What's the,
0: interesting is if you were going to cave on this, the thing I would think you'd have to change would be the title of the song.
2: I was going to say the same thing. What about the boys? They, wouldn't they feel left out not wanting to sing this song? Well, how about some well, I, of her crazy
0: yeah, t-
1: I mean, tweets in the past where I'm going to go after that N word and I'm going to chop his thing off and he, I'm going to Lorraine a bob at him. She has all kinds of.
0: Oh, Paul's really Up on the. Uh, well, I watched, <laughs> yeah, you know, the I
1: don't you well, <laughs> even know who Lizzo is until today, to be honest with you. So, okay. but this okay. is ridiculous. She's has all kinds of hateful tweets, and then we have. I'm tying this into. I'm you sure it you're quick. not part of our
0: fan club. <laughs> Christine like Aguilera, <laughs> oh, Aguilera the
1: pop star wore a green bejeweled phallus, which she pretended to, you know, do whatever you guys figure it out sure. uh, during a yeah. performance at all ages of LA pride music festival. There were all kinds of kids You're in the audience hand. and she wore a giant green.
0: We, we know, we know, we know what you are. We know.
1: Paul, I never paid. Attention, so I, got, I went, there, I swear to pop culture thing. And I swear to God, I was sick to my stomach. Why? I'm like, this is crazy. There were little kids in the stands. Uh. Yeah. What are they nuts? And then Paul yeah, the ran parents. out of his
2: house and said, get and off then, my lawn.
1: And then, uh, yeah, I guess so. I I mean, I I guess I'm the old prude, but Ron DeSantis is considering a bill to make it a felony to bring children to drag shows. I wanted to kind of tie them all together, because thank God there's a lone voice in all this
0: stupidity. All right, we'll do some more entertainment <laughs> pop culture news with Paul Nolan in the next hour. That's why I don't do pop culture. Brought this to you by Lizzo, show. her new album. And you can,
1: I'll put all these articles on my getter feed. Papa on page Nolan.
0: six of his getter feed. All right, live from Studio 6B, hour two it's coming back. <laughs> Live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday night. Glad you're in. Hey, um, Delgado. Yeah. I'm not. Um, I'm not like totally convinced that Paul's maybe not a member of the Lizzo uh, fan club. What do you think? <laughs> Check the credit card statements for like $4 a month or something you know, like that. Is that
2: why I, I you were looking at have... my computer history? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I yeah. could have <laughs> sworn I heard
2: him bopping down the hall the uh, other day, he's getting... talking about tossing his hair, getting his nails done. Yeah, it's so about damn right. you
0: got me. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never been loved sticker. or touched by a woman like that in my life. I'm not totally convinced uh, of this. I've
1: never felt more so alive for... than I'm with show.
0: First time I've ever heard of her, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: First time I ever heard you guys talk about her.
0: Ooh, I had have... to look into
2: it for myself. Yeah, Boy, so, uh, she's she's quite the girl. I don't know. She calls me her little Q-tip, and I'm happy to go anywhere
3: I'm supposed to go. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: And the fact that you know her real name is yeah. scary too, Paul.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, what is uh, what's her real name, Paul? Oh, don't you get the fan club uh, letters? Johnson. Melissa something. <laughs> Melissa. Yeah, Johnson? I think it's Melissa something. Johnson. Jefferson. 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 Not Jefferson. There you go. Son so. of a gun. That doesn't. Lizzo's up, got a Delgado. much. Lizzo's got a much better ring. Yeah. So. Yeah. She's well-rounded.
1: Well-rounded.
0: Oh, damn you. That's, that's a good one. That's did. a good one, Rick. I see what you did there. All right. Uh, live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday. Uh, lots to do. So Biden was, whoa, man. We'll get to it in crazy town. He was, he was off the rails today, man. I mean, he was off the rails. And we played this. We had some great stuff yesterday in the show. Of course daddy t big daddy t of course <laughs> that's daddy. that's the big let me hear it g i miss daddy t true <laughs> that <laughs> that's exactly right who so, was that uh, paul well maybe if we have time maybe we'll play big daddy t clip one more time but a couple, a couple things i well we got to get okay come on put it out there for no context. we can't do it right now we got to do this Damn first it. all right it's time for one of my new favorite segments here on the show Before i waste too much time and that of course is rick delgado with what even is that All right, Damon. So by now,
2: you've probably heard that Paul loves Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> but I'm I'm also pr- probably uh, pretty sure that you you've heard that Damon's favorite artist Justin Bieber mm-hmm. uh, and what has happened to him mm. and if you haven't well here's a quick recap we went through it last night according to the Daily Mail Justin Bieber has revealed he's, he's been struck with facial paralysis from a rare syndrome and shares fears as he struggles to eat after being forced to cancel tour dates yeah. the 28 year old pop star took to his Instagram account Friday to share a three minute video explaining what he has called ramsey hunt syndrome and it's a complication of shingles that can lead to temporary facial paralysis the hearing loss and the facial paralysis associated with it are considered temporary however it can become permanent
4: can he be
2: cured hey everyone Um, check this out justin here that's the question today after grammy winner justin bieber revealed that half his face is paralyzed As you can see, this eye is not blinking.
4: I can't
1: smile on this side of my face. This nostril will not move. Oh, poor kid,
2: man. Yeah, The 20-year-old pop star took to his Instagram account on Friday to share that three-minute video, which is a complication, like I said, of shingles and can lead to that facial paralysis. According to the Mayo Clinic, the hearing loss and the paralysis associated with Ramsley Hunt uh, can be temporary, but can also become permanent, which is a scary thing considering his uh, chosen career choice. Now, I'm not much into the beebs like Damon is, and, and it, but if you need to understand something that is just not right... You're probably kind of you know feeling the same way as we do, and I say that because well, just a few months ago, um, his wife Haley Bieber was She's hospitalized already. with stroke-like symptoms. She's only 25, so couple that with the strange oh, uptick in young people having strokes, heart attacks, and even dying. Well, it's enough for make you scream.
4: Son of yeah.
2: Seriously, what even is that? What is going on? We've all seen this, right? professional, collegiate, maybe even high school players from all different sports, all different walks of life, suffering strokes, heart attacks, and in in some cases, even death. But it's not just athletes. You know, some of the fittest and healthiest people on the planet. What's more disturbing is the age group that is suffering these events. Between the ages of 18 and 40, they've seen a huge uptick in death. So much so, they even have a name for it. It's called sudden adult death syndrome, and doctors are baffled... By seeing it in healthy young people. According to this article in Euro Weekly News, doctors in Australia are developing the country's first SADS registry after recent incidents of healthy young people dying from sudden adult death syndrome. And again, what is it? Well, it's an umbrella term that's used to describe unexpected deaths in young people. Here are just a few of what where we're highlighting in the article, including a, a woman named Piata Tuara, a newlywed bride of 30 from New Zealand. She was found dead in a tanning cubicle. Mark Davies died suddenly, 49, after collapsing on the pitch of the Wales Veterans Cup final. That's cricket, I believe. Soccer. The same thing. I don't play it. <laughs> On May 3rd, popular businessman Lorenzo Ortega, uh, director of the Vital Suites Residence Health and Spa, he died unexpectedly, as well as Commonwealth uh, Games Pro cyclist John Paul died suddenly at age 28, and the list goes on. Now, there's one thing all these people and more have had in common, but as Jack Del Rio found out last week, when it comes to some of the narratives, there are some questions you're just not allowed to ask but don't worry let's just leave that to the deep state media and the expert class to calm our fears by announcing well well, it could be from climate change yeah that's the cause because you can always trust the media to blame something on climate change you still got questions well how about this insurance companies are reporting a 40 percent increase in all cause deaths in the last half of 2021 The year that, you know, you know what started Uh, with Dutch insurer Aegean seeing a 268 percent increase in claims in the U.S. alone in the third quarter as well. That started started rising, uh, basically came as the daily number of deaths from COVID-19 was less than half of what it was the previous year, suggesting that vaccines are most likely the cause. Now we flash over to former BlackRock manager Edward Dowd. He's compiled death claim data from major insurance firms and says, bottom line, they saw an acceleration in mortality in the second half of 2021. Given the miracle vaccines, that should not have occurred, he said, So they're saying it's not the jab, but it's the jab. Look, if you're wondering why we're not laughing it up, it's not that we didn't want to have a good laugh, right? Yeah, we all want a good laugh. But there are some things we just need to stop and really look into. That means asking questions because now with this mysterious outbreak of monkeypox, which according to the released Pfizer information is some of the symptoms uh, that can be attributed to vaccine injury or the revelation that the COVID vaccines could lead to you, oh, I don't know, uh, maybe testing positive for the HIV virus, which was responsible for AIDS. Add all that stuff up, and you'll notice that there always seems to be one person who seems to have been through it all. Look. Bottom line here is this, don't listen to me. I like wiener jokes poopy jokes and i'm not a doctor nor have i ever played one on tv but i am awake and i am paying attention and when i see a major pharmaceutical company responsible for this go to court so they don't have to show you and us what their research about their own product has done to people in their testing uh but that they still want you to be able to put it into your body while asking us to wait 75 years to see their research you don't have to be a doctor to know because he's not beebs back to you
0: Wow! No, I don't. I'm no. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what this association of me and the Biebs is. Oh, you
3: said yeah, you I think I had You had tickets for? I said you had to change his tickets because I
0: had yeah. tickets to his show tonight. Yeah.
2: Actually, yeah. You 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 had tickets. Well, I
0: didn't have tickets for anything. And
2: I heard your daughter's doing something else that night, meaning that she won't be there. So you're going to see him alone.
1: Uh, is there an, is there an extra ticket? <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> Lizzo's
1: opening. <laughs> the
0: opening, <Lizzo's laughs> the opening. <laughs> 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 I'll buy the beer. Yeah. So, all right, very good, Rick. Um, you know, I forgot tonight's primary night, by the way. And uh, what do we got, Nevada? It's pretty North- amazing
1: how we've seen shingles as a major side effect of the vax.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you see that young girl. I mean, those two kids are as healthy as it gets. What's be But 28? Yeah, yeah, 28,
2: 28. 20,
1: and it's not like he's not a talented musician. You know, he he plays the drums like a, like an animal. He's yeah. he's a legitimate musician. He he's, piano. supposedly he's, he's a pretty good kid from what I understand. I mean, I, I heard he's a likeable decent person. Um I know nothing of his music to be honest with you, but this is crazy when you see the youngest like vibrant people and it's, it's just dropped off adult death syndrome. Are we serious? How could anybody buy this nonsense at this point?
2: Yeah. And and doesn't it sound like another syndrome? That yeah, kind of has BS. almost all the same letters except for one, and I'm talking about sudden infant death syndrome. Aren't infants the ones that are getting vaccines as well? I don't know. It just makes you ask the question: like, what are we doing?
0: Well, sudden infant death syndrome was a big, um, of course. If you, ha- I've I said it on this show multiple times, if you haven't read um, David Kirby's book. Evidence of harm. That's probably a good starting point. That was before vaccines were um, even on anyone's radar in the link between thimerosal and... Um...
1: Right, there was so much anecdotal evidence on the thimerosal when this story used to break about autism and its relation to it. And once the thimerosal went over to what to Asia, um, the cases there went through the roof because they, they had to dump those big like 50 vial bottles, right? Was that in like 2006, seven, eight? But no, no counter. And everyone's like, oh, you're wearing a tinfoil hat because you see the correlation where there was none, like with such a low case. And then it went through the roof as soon as those medicines went over there, right? Bear can't get, it was, it was Bear's product, if I remember correctly. And, and they can't get sued. It, it's, it's crazy. It just never ends with pharma. I mean, Johnson & Johnson with baby powder. It's just there's so much. Not, they'll, just, they'll just stuff anything in a jar as long as they can make a buck off you. They don't
0: care. Kirby's book was, I believe, in the 1990s. Now, that's how far back the people started to look at what was going on with the autism rates just jumping off the page and the link between thimerosal, mer- mercury, in other yeah. words, in right? these shots <clears throat> and the amount of shots these kids were getting. And as time went by more and more and more in a shorter period of time, and I mean, I personally know of some horror stories of people who had kids and you know didn't know what to do and ended up listening to their pediatrician and now, and the kids fell onto the autism spectrum and they and, and it's just heartbreaking because they'd have they have no definitive way to point to something and say that did it but
2: um yeah i, I know I know a family with a set of twins where and and the guy was a pharmaceutical sales rep. And once this happened, once they, you know, they got vaccinated, he noticed a difference, but he still refused to acknowledge that it could have been it.
0: I a lot thought of, it was a lot parents did thing. Didn't, yeah. A lot of parents didn't know at the time you could ask for uh, mercury-free vaccines. You know, you had, you know, and you had a push back then. You had to almost get in fights and arguments with the doctors. You had to look for a doctor who would allow you to, We went through five doctors with our kids to get to one who would finally let us go on a schedule that we were comfortable with.
1: Real quick, my buddy Brian's first child is autistic, and when his second one came, he said to the doctor, if you could tell me everything that's in these vaccines, I'll put it in my kid, but if you can't tell me the ingredients, stop, get away from my kid now. And he dragged his kid out of the hospital.
0: All right, crazy town coming up get to some clips of Biden today off the rails. We keep telling you how he's losing support. Well, now he's starting to lose maybe some talking heads on TV. We'll get to that as well.
4: If you have a
6: 401k out there or if you're a retiree on a fixed income, it's pretty rocky right now, given what we're seeing with the inflation eating into your returns uh, as well as the markets down. What do you tell those people?
3: Look, the president is is deeply sympathetic to that. His uh, number one priority right now is tackling inflation. He's made that clear for for several weeks, several months uh, for now. But I think what we need to take a step back and look at is that uh, American households as a whole are doing very, very well. If you look at where we, can- we were before the pandemic and where we are right now.
0: Yeah, come on, everybody. Step back. Just step back and relax. Everything's fine. According to the White House, don't worry about it. Worry about infl- we're about inflation. We're on inflation. It's the president's number one thing. He's got plenty of tools to tackle it you all just relax well tomorrow's the big day two o'clock we'll get to know uh how much more our 401ks and 403bs and stocks and portfolios are going to get smashed as the fed will decide if it's 50 basis points or 75 basis points or is there possibly of 100 basis points some argue it should just be 100 rip the Band-Aid off and just do 100-100, to put us into recession, and then cut rates early next year. Some would say that would totally blow whatever credibility the Fed has left, which I don't even know how you can even argue that. they have starting at zero. You have zero. They have no credibility. They've been behind the eight ball here for a long time. Well, in the meantime, what do you do? you got to protect your hard-earned savings. Well, as I've been telling you, one of the options to consider is physical gold and silver, and the folks to talk to there are our friends at Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold, experts in precious metals and A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers. All you gotta do is send the word America, text it right now from your mobile device, send it to 989898. And you can get a free information kit from Birch Gold right now. Give you all your options. Text America to 989898. Get your free information kit from Birch Gold to show you how to get started. Buy gold coins, convert an existing IRA to a gold IRA. They got all kinds of things you can do. But what they can't make you do is text America. You got to do it yourself. Do it right now from your mobile device. Text America to 989898. Get your free information kit right now from our friends at Birch Gold Group. Spend the weekend over Father's Day wearing your new slippers from My Pillow and read your brochure from... Birch Gold Group, and show you how to get started, and more importantly, show you how to protect your savings, which is something you're definitely going to be need to do. And I think you'll have a good reason why come tomorrow. All right, 19 past the hour. Fed makes their decision at 2 p.m. tomorrow. Right. And, of course, how it works is at 2 p.m. we'll get the readout of what the decision's going to be. Usually, I, mean, I tune into CNBC to watch it, so Steve Leisman will get the numbers, read them out. And then so the market will react in real time. And then a half hour later,
1: your 401k Apple delete itself
0: (laughs) is uh, when Jerome Powell will actually come out and then speak. And people always get it wrong because they think when they hear the number, they try to make a decision on what's what to do if they're trading the market or not trading the market. Well, what always happens is what he speaks is way more important than what the number ends up being, because you need to hear how hawkish or. Extra hawk as she's going to be tomorrow, so I, I got a feeling it's going to be a mess. Oh boy! They have no choice but to make it a mess because if they don't get a hold of this,
1: right, the CPI numbers are bad again. I mean, right? The, I mean, last Friday was just
0: a you know even big wake up expected. call. Yeah, so they got to get in front of it. So. Um, All right, let's do some sports. 20 minutes past the hour, uh, live from Studio 6P. And here with that is Slick Rick. Rick Emerati, what's going on, pal?
3: Big D. Well, some more inexplicable deaths uh, affect the baseball family. The spun son of former Major League Baseball star Ray Knight, dead at 42. This is from Hunter Hodes. Uh, Former Major League Baseball star Ray Knight received some awful news on Saturday after his son, Brooks, passed away. He was just 42 years old. Mets uh, PR spokesman Jay Horowitz released a statement following the tragic news uh, as all of his former teammates were heartbroken by this news. Sending condolences to Ray Knight on the loss of his son, Brooks, who passed away yesterday at the age of 42. No parents should have to bury their child. All of Ray's 1986 Mets teammates uh, were heartbroken with the news. He was one of the staples of that championship team and field in the clubhouse. Knight died at the Miller County Hospital on June 10th and a funeral will be held for him Monday uh, afternoon at 4 p.m. would have been yesterday. He played football and baseball in high school before getting his college degree from Darton. We send our condolences to the Knight family at this difficult time uh, and he left behind and, uh, two daughters. So what What a shame. Unbelievable. And just totally unexplicable. They give no reason for cause of death. Um, and uh, moving along with baseball, the 2022 NCAA Men's College World Series is all set. Eight teams left. First pitch, 1 o'clock on uh, Friday afternoon. Charles Schwab Field in Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, Texas Omaha. A&M versus Oklahoma in uh, bracket one. Texas and Notre Dame. Notre Dame with the big upset. Uh, Stanford and Arkansas. Auburn and old miss so we'll be tracking that big D from Friday into the weekend and uh, I'll certainly shout out on my ghetto as we watch those young men those College World Series games absolutely great just coming off the girls College World Series which was exceptional with that Oklahoma win and uh well the news cycle was a little slow today but this was a good one Barry Trotz offered free beer for life should he coach the Winnipeg Jets the islanders abruptly <laughs> fired Trotz after the 2021 season uh, uh 22 season this is an AP report a Winnipeg brewery says it will get Barry Trotz, free beer for life if he returns to his native province to coach the Jets. Little Brown Jug Brewing Company and a local sports talk-, talk show launched the campaign Monday several months into the NHL club's coaching search. Trotz became available a month ago when he was fired by the New York Islanders. The idea sprung from a conversation between Little Brown Jug founder Kevin Selch and office administrator in Lios and James James and James Hoffer in their tap room late last week. So, Barry Trotz, beer for life. I don't know if Barry will make that move. And uh, that's a wrap in sports big deal. I got a little bit on uh, Floyd Mayweather's induction into the uh, Boxing Hall of Fame uh, and an update on a favorite player there, Deshaun Watson. He met the press today, uh, you know, for the Cleveland Browns. A wrap. Okay,
0: very good. Uh, we'll do some news here Paul Nolan in one second. I just want to let you know, Paul, maybe you can look into this. Kyle Becker on Twitter has just um, – well, actually this came out a while ago. Wuhan Laboratory found to have conducted novel monkeypox research one year before global outbreak.
1: Shocking. Event 201, now it's Event 202, maybe. I look, who knows? I mean, it, you say it, you look at it, you see it, the research is there, and you're still conspiracy theorist. I mean, they still haven't confirmed COVID 19 was there, right?
2: Yeah. They, 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 still they can't not... seem to track down the initial uh, right. thing that caused co- the, the initial uh, bat, they say, that caused the infection.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, so I, maybe here. we'll have that in tomorrow night's news. Yeah, and do also some, Do some research there.
1: You know, there's supposedly some biolabs down in Nicaragua now and Russian troops going there to investigate. A lot of weird stuff going on. In, uh...
0: Monkey box cases rose to, I believe, 68, I saw.
1: Uh, yeah, right, well, stop the world again. So, uh, You guys saw Hunter Biden's back in the news. He bragged to a friend in 2018 about the influence he has over his father, saying the now president would take any public position that his son wanted. You got that? You have the audio clip? He's going to
3: talk about drug reform and any other things I want him to.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: He'll talk about um, mm-hmm. anything that I want him to, that he believes in. If I say this is important to me,
4: mm-hmm.
3: then he will work a way in which to make it a part of his, his, of his platform. Mm-hmm. My dad respects me more than he respects anyone in the world, and I know that to be certain.
2: <laughs> talk about a man with very poor judgment. Yeah,
0: Smartest just guy just he knows, he told us. <laughs>
2: What's crazy is that that clip, there's a whole lot more on that clip where he talks about him and his brother and, you know, how he 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 looks up to his father as God and 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 his God looks to him as he's God. It's a weird, you know, just like this. is This is the mindset of these people. Cocaine. They believe that they are gods. Well, you know, it's it's sick. Yeah. Cocaine's
1: a hell of a drug. And so is power. <laughs> Mix them together and forget about it. They'll try to wreck James the whole world. Right.
0: I mean, and there's no reason not to believe that that's exactly what's going on still now, right? Yeah. I mean, clearly, they they probably talk, even with all the issues around the sun.
1: I mean, he sent them a link to his porn videos. They must be close friends. Think about how
2: disgusting that is. <sighs> Wrap your head around that. Yeah, I think they're going to a Christina Aguilera concert next.
0: Lizzo's opening. <laughs> Ew. Oh, you had backstage basketball.
1: Oh, I think <laughs> about the visual that is. Lizzo's opening. <laughs> Ugh.
0: Right, 30 minutes past the hour, live from Studio 6B. Here, so let's get to some um, – Let's get to, we had some good video last night. Let's get to some tonight.
1: Maybe the audience knows the answer to my question.
0: Uh, cut three. <laughs> <laughs> we'll this. run a poll on Twitter for <laughs> you. Cut, maybe you
2: should, uh, should ask Lizzo.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cut you guys three. You love that girl. Corinne Jean-Pierre went on what she thought was friendly old CNN D-Lemon. And, uh, well, it didn't quite go as maybe she thought. Let's go to uh, cut three first, G. Roll that. The yeah.
6: economists do cite the war in Ukraine and supply chain issues. We did have that before the war, supply chain issues. They also say that last year's stimulus package, which you mentioned, contributed to inflation, Karine. Does the Biden administration bear some responsibility for this?
4: So, first of all, um, it, the American Rescue Plan met the moment, and it has put us in a place where we can actually uh uh put us in a place where the american people feel can 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 actually we say can take something. on inflation what i mean by that is we've see, we've seen growth right with eight, as i mentioned more than 8 million jobs <laughs> and now we're transitioning right. into is a he, steady a a stable growth the president actually wrote an op-ed to discuss that himself talk, lay out his plan on how we're going to bring down inflation and so that's really important in order uh to take this on we got to have some uh, be in a good historic economic place which is w- where we are say right something.
1: now Thing. <laughs> did, what the hell was that? Yeah. Say anything.
0: I mean, that's delusion. I mean, that is so delusion. What was that? And she is so inept to do this job. It's scary. Okay, it, it didn't end there, though.
1: But why did she get the job? What do you think? Why do you think she got that job? Well, you we think, know was why it affirmative she Affirmative action kind of a
0: thing? Yes, we know why. Just the same way we, get, we pick our Supreme Court justices these that's days. unbelievable. Yeah. Cut 4G. Didn't go much better. Roll that. Does the president have the stamina, physically and mentally? Do you think to continue on even after Question? Don,
4: Don, you're asking me this question. Oh my gosh, he's the president of the United States. You know, he. I can't even keep up with it. We just got back from New Mexico. We just got back um, from California. Uh, That is, uh, I. I, I, That is not a question that we should be even asking. Just look at the work that he does. Look what he's how he's delivering uh, for the American (laughs) public. look Look. that that what that 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 article that we're talking about is hearsay, it's salacious. That's not what we care about. We care about how are we going to deliver for the American people? How are we going to make their lives better? That's what the president talks about. That is his focus. What does that have to do with uh, and the that's where we're going to continue yeah. uh, to, to focus on. Don, I
0: can't <laughs> believe you're asking me this question. I, I thought we were on, on the end. same team. So then
4: answer it
0: you have, um, I, I can't. since didn't see this, G, do you have uh, AOC from yesterday? Because um, this is now becoming a trend. I want to see the You've magic. got D. Lemon asking questions like that. You have AOC being asked questions like this. Roll it.
5: Before we go, I just want to ask uh, about President Biden. He is saying he's going to run again in 2024. Will she you support him? Like
1: she's on Thorazine.
3: You know, if the president chooses uh, to run again in 2024, I mean, first of all, I'm focused on winning this majority right now uh, and that's preserving the majority this year in 2022. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But um, but I think if if the president has a vision and that's something certainly we're all willing to entertain and examine when the when the time comes. That's not a yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think uh, we should Okay. endorse when we get to it but i I, sup- okay. I believe that the president has been doing a very good job uh, so far and um you know should he run again i think that i you know i think it's it's we'll take a look at it <laughs> okay but right so- now we need to focus on winning a majority instead of a presidential election
0: okay well Wait, so
1: you- uh answering a simple question <laughs> yes and no will stop you from focusing <laughs> oh. on the middle oh,
0: well <laughs> she answered it Oh, she answered it. No, I should think, we uh,
2: entertain his vision now with some crazy town? Or? I was
0: going to say, I think they're being a little tough on Joe. I mean, he seems to have it together. Let's oh, see what gee, he did today. You know crazy Town, G. Yeah. Roll it. Sure, he's fine.
6: Hello, AFL-CIO. <laughs> As they sang Claymont, y'all bring me to the dance. Thank you. <laughs> you've ne- I've never forgotten not only what you've done for me, but how importantly It meant to me and and to the country, to our country, what you've done for the country. (laughs) Anyway, Marty Walsh. (laughs) Marty, he's going to learn how to speak English, but he's real. He foxes (laughs) Khan a Cobb bond, but he knows what he's doing. And Stacey Abrams is here as well. By the way, I'm going to ask you all a favor. Help her in Georgia. Help Stacey Abrams in Georgia. There's three things I learned about early on. One, she's loyal. Two, she's capable, and three, she's smarter than you, me. She knows what she's doing, so folks, please help her out. Like when the President, President Obama used to always give me the good assignments. Well, I remember one day walked in yeah, he on a and said, Joe, fix Detroit. I said, okay, no problem. So we got a rail system for them. we got a freight system, we got a bus system.
0: Did a great job. It
6: changed it. It's growing. That's not hyperbole. When I think global warming, I think jobs. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Good paying union jobs. and started with the American Rescue Plan. We'll all help 41 me- people, 41 million people, put food on their table. Remember, they're in trouble putting food on their table. Yeah. Okay. If we're going to build infrastructure. We should have, you know, what I always find we don't talk enough about, and I'm not going to take the time today.
0: <laughs> but you know what? That's why you don't, you don't just about. decide
6: you want to be a pipe fitter or an electrician or whatever else you want to pick. Takes you four or five years. Hard work. It's like going to college. Fortunately, you can get these union paid, you can get paid to do some of it. But my point is, remember when the labor when the business said, well, we'll take care of the apprenticeships? Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Come on, man. Or leave, I love these guys talking about why these guy the guy left my, my 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 employment, went to another job. Because he got paid more. And it's working. Since I took office, to your help, families are carrying less debt nationwide. They have more savings nationwide. And by the way, Republicans like to portray me as some kind of big spender. We have spent a lot of money. You know how they talk about Biden wants to spend more on schools and all this? Guess what? He's going to create a deficit. I don't want to hear any more of these lies about reckless spending. We're changing people's lives. (gasps) So when they come to you and talk about big spenders, let them know. So I have a plan to bring down the cost (laughs) of gas and food. It's going to take time, but let the world coordinate the largest release, what I've been able to do, the largest release of oil from the Global Fund in history. (laughs) Imagine. Just imagine if you're in a situation where speak. you're going to able to be in a, to, a, a position where to pay for preschool what? for kids that are three and four years preschool. old, increasing exponentially their possibility of going speak. out no matter what kind of family they come from in terms of educational standing. The bottom line is this. I truly believe we've made extraordinary progress by laying a new foundation for our economy. Which becomes clear once global inflation become, begins to recede. There's so much <laughs> at stake. But the truth is I love steak. I've never been more optimistic about America than I am today. I really mean this. I know I'm called a cockeyed optimist, but this is based on history. Oh, what? I travel the world okay. trying to put <laughs> things back together. Time. You know, <laughs> Trump did not leave a very good situation. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? No matter where I go in the world, whether it was the Inter-American Conference we just had for the, this uh, this hemisphere or NATO or say? dealing with the ASEAN countries or the Far East. The Guess Asian what? Countries. They look at me and I say, I say, America's back. And they look at me and they say, for how long? The United States is based on idea. Yeah. Only country in the world based on an idea. Yeah. Think about it. Look to your right, look to your left. See if everybody all shares the same, the same backgrounds. We're so diverse. (laughs) I miss Daddy T, Trump. I miss Daddy T, for real. Yeah,
0: Daddy T. Wow.
2: Trump. Big Daddy T. Missing for real. I I think my favorite part of the speech was
0: (laughs) Geo took out the end when he really yelled. He really yelled. I'm gonna stay with you if you stay with me.
1: Just he he, he's he's uh he's something else, isn't
0: he? And you wonder why uh, inspiring AOC and Don Lemon. You can add him in there. are all worried, are all little starting to see the did you writing get on the wall. Of
1: the, some of the cr- crackpots on The View were talking about the poor performance of Kamala and how her historically low approval rating and they blamed it on misogyny and racism.
0: No. Oh, I, I eat breakfast Jimmy in the morning Kimmel, so I can't watch The View.
1: Jimmy Kimmel did the same thing. He said uh, the only reason why she's polling so badly misogyny and racism.
0: Who, oh. Harris?
1: Yeah. Like, mm. no, it has nothing to do with her psychotic, nervous laugh, the yeah. cackling where she'll just break down out of nowhere, her inability to make an answer on any question ever. It, yeah, right. We're misogynistic because we think she stinks.
0: But the, um, you see the, there she is, Paul. That was <laughs> creepy. You, you see the trend starting to develop, though.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I had a couple of other things I wanted to play tonight, but the computer problems here i couldn't play them couldn't play them from my social media but uh some more interviews on man on the street interviews with um young people around this country who are fitting right into what we keep saying everybody at some point has a line that they say (laughs) this is not for me this is not for me now paul didn't see this yesterday one more time g Roll the young people from yesterday. Look at those gas prices. They ain't comfortable to me, hell no. Joe Biden says that we're in, we're in a strong economy, that we're doing great. Do you believe that? No. We are not financially stable, comfortable, or nothing like that. But when Trump was in office, I was feeling really good. Really? Yes, Trump, Trump.
2: So, Joe Biden's too much, you'd rather have Trump back?
4: I want Trump back. I do not, I'm not for Biden. Ain't no comfortability around nowhere. It really hurts America with the gas prices because the one we have to get to work, and if we can't get to work and we got to spend all our money on gas, that we going to work on. That mean you can't pay your bills. So it's an endless circle of uh, endless debt. Everybody gonna go in debt, you know, sooner or later because like what's happening now is everybody is feeling the heat from you know every angle of the society. So yeah, I feel like, no, it's not true. It's bullsh**. It's bullsh** bullshit completely because, <laughs> like, rent prices is crazy.
6: We, we we paying, I don't know how much percent more, but I would say at least three, three or 400 more than we was paying two years ago. Like that's ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? Salaries aren't going up, so how are we supposed to make the difference in income and rent? It doesn't make sense.
0: So when the Biden administration comes forward and says that economically and financially our country's doing really well, do you think that's a lie?
6: Yeah. I think they're blowing smoke up up behinds. I think it's Biden's fault. Trump said it would happen. Like, we would deal with a lot of the stuff that we did dealing with back when we had the Great Depression. I miss Daddy T, Trump. I miss <laughs> Daddy T, for real. I mean, like, I respected him because he was real about his opinion, even though I didn't always agree with him. but. He kept it real with us. We know what it what was going to happen. Like, things was better. Like, the economy was better.
1: I'll tell you what, man. There's a good example. The, mm-hmm. You know, the Latino community, the black community, uh, minorities. They really, the exit polls showed that he did really well with them last time. And what did we say when this happened, when this was coming? We said the bottom, of the, you know, of the, of the working class would feel it the hardest. And they're going to come out and vote.
0: Yeah. And, the, and, he, and Biden's losing support with every group. Every minority group, every voting group that you could possibly lose, he's losing quickly. All right, live from Studio 6B, more sports news. We'll wrap it up for a Tuesday when we get back. All right, 13 to the hour, live from Studio 6B. Do a little more sports, and we'll do a little more news before we wrap it up on this Flag Day. Uh, let's start with sports and the men with the purple shades is Rick Emirati. What's going on, pal?
3: Uh, the uh, light night in sports is just regular baseball going on tonight. No uh, NBA, no NHL, but everything fires back up tomorrow night and Thursday night. Uh, however, Washington coach Ron Rivera says Jack Del Rio, apology to Commanders, was well received. We've been running this story for a few days. Just to paraphrase, he did speak to his team his uh, team today and uh, some of the quotes were uh, Rivera uh, was fined $100,000. Bye. Uh, Rivera fine Del Rio $100,000 Big D. It wasn't the NFL. It was actually his own decision on behalf of the Redskins to fine him, so a little bit crazy. But his players did come out in support of him, as they have been all along. Fellow defensive tackle, uh, defensive tackle Darren Payne uh, when asked if he comments would have any impact on him, he said, no. Man, I play football and uh, defensive tackle Jonathan Allen said that uh, while it might be a topic for some players, it wasn't for him. I like to separate my political life and my life work, Allen said. Yes, we are family. Yes, we are brothers, but this is a job and you, and you you can't forget that. You can't forget that no matter your political view, we get paid to do a job, and we don't get paid to share our political views. I'm not saying we can't use our platform to express our political views, but I get paid to play football, dominate double teams, and sack the quarterback, and that's what I'm going to do. So looks like it's all going to blow over Jack Del Rio. I'm glad he didn't lose his job, because that would have just been crazy, because some people were calling for his head over those comments about the quote-unquote dust-up, and what went on on January 6th with the Capitol. Um, but uh, moving along. And emotional Floyd Mayweather Jr. calls in International Boxing Hall of Fame induction, a career highlight. Verona, New York, uh, AP report, reduced to tears at a banquet on the eve of his big day. Floyd Mayweather Jr. was inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame on Sunday. Just a tinge of emotion in his voice as he accepted the honor. You know, of course, we know he had 50 fights. He was undefeated, one of the greatest boxers of all time. And uh, so Floyd Mayweather goes into the Hall of Fame along with Roy Jones Jr., Miguel Cotto, James Tony, Bernard Hopkins, and Vladimir Klitschko, who could not be present because he's back home. With his brother Vitaly, uh, you know, fighting, uh, fighting with what's going on in the Ukraine. So, pretty wild. And last but not least, Wisconsin Badgers men and women basketball teams to play doubleheader at Milwaukee Brewers Stadium. First outdoor game of its kind in the Milwaukee Brewers Stadium. So, they're going to be calling it the uh, Bruce City Battle. Uh, they will, the doubleheader at American Family Field will uh, have Wisconsin's women's team facing Kansas State. Then, the Badgers men's team will take on Stanford. So, bringing the game outside in Wisconsin. In the great state of Wisconsin. And that's a wrap in sports. Big D back to you. All
0: right, slick Rick. Thanks. Uh, let's do anything else in the news. Paul Nolan, you want to do?
1: Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, Biden admin uh, is to discipline border patrol agents who were cleared of wrongdoing in the whipping incident. Uh, Biden administration is reportedly preparing to discipline those agents who are on horseback. Uh, The news comes after the New York Post Post reported in April the agent had been cleared of criminal wrongdoing, but is still under administrative review. Uh, The Department of Homeland Security's office of Inspector General uh, had first crack at it, said Brandon Judd. Um, He's the National Board of patrol uh, council uh, leader. They determined there was no criminal activity that was done, so they closed out their investigation. However, uh, as per federal source, DHS is preparing to discipline multiple horseback border patrol agents who were accused of whipping Haitian migrants in Del Rio last summer. I'm told the DHS will uh, imminently allege administrative violations, and the agents will be able to respond. Um, so it's uh, they didn't get their pound of flesh yet. So, uh, pretty, uh, just interesting. And then the 9-11 widow, uh, rips Phil Mickelson's sympathy amid golfers, uh, tied, uh, to Saudi -Saudi back golf tour, which is, you know, kind of leads me to, uh, the, um, the story of, uh. That Biden is heading to Saudi Arabia for fuel and the coalition of families and survivors of September 11 attacks on Tuesday urged President Biden during his visit to Saudi Arabia next month to hold the kingdom accountable for its role in terrorist strike that killed 3000 people. We appreciate the president's commitment to do everything he can to support the 9-11 families and community. But empathy is not enough Terry Strata continued, he's the head of the 9-11 Families United, and said President Biden must do what past presidents have not, which is is to demand transparency from Saudi Arabia and accountability for those who supported Al-Qaeda and the hijackers who murdered our loved ones. So uh, Biden has ripped Saudi Arabia in the past. Now he's there begging... He's begging for fuel.
0: Yeah, he's not going to go to West Texas or Pennsylvania or someplace like that. He's going to go to Saudi Arabia, the, where he called uh, MBS. What did he call them? The Priors, the pri, uh Pariah, Pariah State, pariah
1: didn't state, he? Yeah. Hmm. Me- meanwhile, you know, Disney is uh, upset that uh, Lightyear filmmakers talk same sex same sex kiss in the new Disney movie Lightyear. Multiple countries are banning the pixar movie including uh saudi arabia so um as we watch these corporations you know kind of uh you know get woke on us they continue to go to places where they beat people to death for being gay and meanwhile uh they'll still take their oil and they won't question them for any role they may or may haven't had and so it's the never-ending uh crock of bs that we're constantly fed you you get it on the surface level where it, you know um they give you lip service and then they they go ahead and do business and and, and make a killing offer of our taxpayer back
0: one of the things we haven't talked about tonight um from just the news is mitch mcconnell back at it again senate minority leader mitch mcconnell on t- uh, tonight said he supports the bipartisan gun framework Plans on voting for the legislation, likely ensuring that the bill will overcome the 60-vote filibuster. Mitch said, for myself, I'm comfortable, I'm comfortable with the framework. And if the legislation ends up reflecting what the framework indicates, I'll be supportive, McConnell said. Ten other Senate Republicans have signaled support for the bipartisan framework. Senator Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins... Roy Blunt, Tom Tillis, Richard Burr, Rob Portman, Pat Toomey, Lindsey Graham, Mitt Romney, John Cornyn. If you had to come up with a list of people to put on a bus and get get them the hell out of town and never to be seen again, that's pretty much your list. The usual suspects. The bill is likely now to have the 60 votes needed to overcome a filibuster, as all Democrats are expected to support the legislation. Senator Chris Murphy, the Connecticut Democrat, lead the negotiation, said the deal would provide mental health funding, increase school safety, expand background checks, and prohibit dating partners convicted of domestic violence from owning firearms. If the background check had included juvenile law enforcement and mental health data, unlikely he would have been able to pass and purchase the firearms he used, uh, said John Cornyn of the Uvalde shooter. So so there's Mitch jumping in with uh, 10 rhinos, like Susan Collins, Roy Blunt, Portman, who's leaving, Tillis, Toomey, and Lindsey Graham and Mitt Romney. That's the company he, that's the company he holds, so... Wanted to get to that as well. Couple other things here as we go into the uh, to the Fed's decision tomorrow. Just a couple of quick things. Um cut five G. Here's Deese again lying about something. Roll
5: that. <laughs> okay. Uh
0: we don't have that. Let's go cut a grand home. Roll that.
5: You
4: filled up your EV. By charging, and you filled up your gas tank with gasoline, and you have the same size tank, you would save $60 per fill up by going electric rather than using gasoline. So it's a very compelling case. But again, to your point, we want to bring down the price at the point of purchase.
2: Hmm. So, so I think they borrow 80 grand for a new <laughs> leather <car. laughs> And and then of course there's all the coal that's needed to create that electricity, so they could actually charge the car. Don't
1: forget the carbon footprint getting that cadmium and lithium out.
0: Let's not worry about that. (laughs) Like Debbie Stabenow says, you know, I drove all the way from from uh, Michigan all the way to DC, and I just went past every gas station. What y'all? It's like the guy we played. In that bumper, just, come on. Just. And I
1: stopped at every winery and I had expensive wine <laughs> for the whole
0: ride. Settle back, everybody. Take a step back. It's not that bad. Stop complaining. Uh, it's, funny. it's only $7 a gallon. Could be $10. <laughs> All right, as always, we salute our military active and active police, firefighters, first responders, EMTs. Happy Flag Day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. live, right here from Studio 6B.